Welcome to Cassandra Explains It All, a podcast where we take a magnifying glass to all of our treasures from the past. Yeah, this is still my least favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are back on that Twilight bullshit. <laughs> yes. So MTHG is Move to Higher Ground, and it's just uh, mthg.org, and you can go there to donate to the Quileute tribe. I think that they did actually get the funding they need to move to higher ground, but I would still suggest donating to them anyway, because um, yeah. they didn't benefit at all from this movie. I do have a couple of cool facts about their interaction as a tribe and culture, like with this specific movie. So that's pretty fun and probably I the got best. No, I got no inside facts. I got no trivia. I'm just a viewer of this movie and I have opinions about it. What did you think? Like just like first impressions right off the bat? How are you feeling? Right, o- right off the bat, when the movie started, I texted you and asked, is New Moon the second movie because it seemed like they just jumped into it like it seemed like i was in the middle of something else but it turned out to be a dream she was having yeah but i was like did i miss something in the first one right and then and it seemed a little bit higher budget even though the last one was like 36 million dollar movie but it was higher budget and it was a different director so that's what was different yeah, like huge tonal difference. The guy that they brought in, he's big like in action movies. What was his name? Chris Weiss or something? Yeah, I just okay. saw it on the credits. Yeah, Chris something like that. And he seemed really cool. But I guess the original director, Catherine, Catherine Hardwick, the woman who had them direct in their beds or uh, make out in their beds, <laughs> yeah. she didn't want to come back on because it was such a fast turnaround, which sounds like bullshit, right? That doesn't, that's not a thing. Yeah. I mean, how long... Chris White's. Yeah. How long did, I wonder how long it took to make, because I, I looked at all of the movies and they came out each year. So yeah. 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. So like the day after um, Twilight was released in theaters, they greenlit the sequel for it. Yeah. Cause it probably made so much freaking money. Right. Yeah. But Hardwick like later came out and started saying all these things about um, the writer of the book, Stephanie Meyer and how she didn't want to allow any kind of ethnicity into her world. And I think that that's why she left. And like, I have some quotes later we can get to when it's like more relevant, but I thought that was super interesting. I'm like, I wonder if there's that more. super Mormon writer, right? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't want to include any kind of people of color because she said it wouldn't be true to the story. True to the story you made up? Right. <laughs> Make know. it true. She's like, that's not what the people want. Oh, also, she said, well, we'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. But she says okay. that Laurent, like, she only let him be black because he's the villain. <laughs> I swear to God. Wow. It's really bad. Yeah. And they did him dirty in this one. Yeah. And I love he this wasn't, character. He, he wasn't in the first movie. He wasn't even technically the villain. He was just like a normal vampire. And he was actually kind of good. He could say, he was like, hey, your dude's coming to. I do he, t- have, he like, I was in theories about him. that. Like, I think it, it, I think it makes sense, though. So, like, right off the bat, this is definitely an easy movie to make fun of. It's so depressing. Like, I started reading the book last week and immediately stopped because I'm like, oh, yeah, every time I read this book, I get really fucking depressed. And uh, yeah, like- <laughs> sorry, you just triggered a scene at the beginning. One of the scenes that was like literally, especially after a year of quarantine. Yeah, when it's fa- when it's circling her and it's going through like November, October, October, November, December, 
I was like, yeah. oh shit, that was like my last year just right? staring out the same window. I, lo- I love that shot. And like, I do hate this movie for so many reasons. Like all of the toxic bullshit about relationships and, and women in this are is horrible. But like, also I do think it really does depict that feeling of like losing your first love. And especially yeah. in high school, like it's to me very believable that they're all having these emotions besides Edward. He's fucking unhinged. I don't know yeah yeah i didn't like that at all so what's the like the premise is he just immediately has to leave for what reason so yeah we'll go scene by scene so like yeah Yeah. basically this is jacob transforms to the ultimate emo bitch and (laughs) we don't get any gay wolves um but we do get some domestic abuse so all the (laughs) all those wolves are gay as hell are you kidding me they're just constantly wrestling shirtless and like just goofing off though that was a lot of homoerotic right? situation and there's a different director for every single movie which i think is fucking weird oh that's weird right why they didn't want to latch like stay on and i can't figure out why whenever i google it it only brings me articles about the first incident like there's hmm. a pot there's like a podcast there interviewing right? each director like hey why'd you leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, the real story why'd you leave like a giant freaking multi million dollar franchise yeah well it starts out with bella in a field and she's dreaming well first we get like a wraparound scene from the end of the movie that makes no sense so it's irrelevant anyway and she's talking like shakespeare or some bullshit and then she's with her grandma in a field and with edward and she wants to introduce the two of them but she realizes that it's just herself in a mirror old with edward so i don't think that kirsten stewart would be this fat when she's old no offense to that lady yeah yeah it didn't didn't look look like like her her old right i'm like "Eh, i don't know about that but it was effective whatever but yeah she's really really scared of aging which makes sense you know her boyfriend looks a year younger than her supposedly not really age age was a big theme in this movie yeah, she's obsessed with like becoming immortal and being able to stay with him forever. So really like she manifests this whole horrible situation have to happen to her when nothing was wrong at all, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So then let's see. Oh yeah. And like right I, at the I, beginning. I could relate to that. <laughs> like that. Right. right. Like right at the beginning of the movie, it's like PG thirteen for language and drug use. I'm like, drug use? I think I'm the only one using drugs during this movie. I don't know yeah. what. Like what? When did they do drugs? Like maybe those guys in Poor Angeles. That's all I could think is like, are, are those guys smoking weed or something? And I didn't catch it. Like I didn't. Uh, yeah. Weird. So, and I looked hard when I couldn't find it. It was interesting. What? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Any, and that's usually like what I pick up on to see if they're doing the drugs right. Like to see, oh, that director has done those drugs before. They know how to like light that joint or. Though I do think that Edward found the heroin that he was looking for in the last movie because he looks fucking out of it. Like he looks like he could not wake up if he wanted to during this entire film. It's wild. So yeah. Does he have a drug? Was he have a drug story? What's his name? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Am I drawing a blank right now? Oh, um, Robert Pattinson. He's fucking. Yeah. If he does, he's good for him. And I think that's why I I think that's why I don't like this. He's in this movie the least out of all five or however many there are. 
and I think that's why this is my least favorite. His character is so hateable, but he, as an actor, brings so much to his performances. It doesn't even matter. He steals it. Yeah. Yeah. We get like a quick montage of the radio. We just hear that like there's another hiker found dead. And we quickly move on. I started this like taking scene by scene. It's three hikers missing, presumably dead. Oh. So I don't know who, they never really circle back to that. But they're just planting that seed that like, you know, something's going on There's in Forks. There's something in the woods, yeah. Yeah, it's probably what's-her-name from the last movie and Victoria, and um, which I feel like is a huge plot hole. So anyway, I started taking scene-by-scene notes at the beginning, and then I realized like 40 minutes in, the movie hadn't started. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the, the movie fuck? The movie doesn't start until like an hour and a half in. It's so annoying, dude. So I'll just try to blow through these like as quickly well, as I can. And it and it's like the movie is the exact same as the first movie, except it's now with Jacob. And he literally says some of the same things. Like, I don't want to hurt you. We can't be. It's the same movie as the first one. Literally copy and pasted the script. Just werewolf instead of vampire. It's wild. But it works. I mean, if you're a teenage girl and like that's what you're there for, I guess that's fine. But yeah, you're right. It's like literally it's very word teenage for word. drama. Yeah, but it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt you. We can't be together. She's like, that hole in my heart is filling. It's yeah, yeah, absurd. And then it's upsetting because like with this level of production quality, you just like tighten a few things in this writing and acting with the main character, and you could have had a great film. That's pretty yeah. disappointing. So. Yeah, Edward allows Bella to see Jacob outside of the school, and he stands. <laughs> he stands near he gives them. Gives her permission. Yeah, looking completely tortured, while Jacob like gives her a dream catcher, which is sweet, and they hug. And then Edward confronts her, you know, in the hall, saying like, "Why can't he give her gifts, but Jacob can?" And she's just really uncomfortable with her birthday. So eighteen. Yeah, and this was filming during her actual 18th birthday, so that's cool. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, like that scene where he's like, happy birthday, Bella, that was literally her birthday. Oh, so they were, before I asked in the last episode if they were, how old they were when they filmed this, so she was 18. Yeah, I think she was turning like 20, maybe? I don't know, to look it up. But yeah, she's, she says that all she wants is his approval, which, come on, that's creepy. And (laughs) Rosalie and Jasper, they trick her into coming to dinner at their house later. And we get a little bit of Romeo and Juliet in class, which I do really like this scene. Edward like almost gets caught by the teacher talking to Bella, but then he perfectly recites like every stanza from- Because he's 108. He probably had to do that, what, 70 times by now? Because yeah. he's been all those graduation caps. I mean, I know when I'm immortal, the first thing I'm going to do is just like study Shakespeare's minor works. Yeah. Uh, at nauseum for no they, reason. It's like, bro, you're basically doing the same thing I am. Just like watching well, they, TV they shows made, for no reason. <laughs> like, did they, they made us watch that movie in high school. Like I watched that Romeo really? and Juliet movie. It, that was like a scene for scene of what I actually did in my, except I wasn't talking to some babe. I was just <laughs> sitting in the back probably. And I remember it specifically because in that movie, you see Juliet topless. There's a scene where she, 
yeah and i remember just when when it came on and our teachers like you know trying to like oh be mature everybody but all the boys are like yo titties yeah and, and that's how i only remember that's the only thing i remember from that movie you learned you learned shakespeare yeah <laughs> It's such a weird thing to show teenagers. It is. And he's like, yeah. And <laughs> they're like talking about suicide. And he's like suggesting all the ways you could kill yourself. It's yeah. Really morbid. Yeah. And th those ways weren't even that creative. No. Like gas or, or he said poison. For humans, a little poison, dagger to the heart. <laughs> so many different options. Why would you say that? Said to consider it once. I didn't know if I'd get you in time. I had to come up with some kind of plan. What was the plan? I'd go to Italy and provoke the Volturi. The what? Not the Volturi. Now, who'd like to repeat the last few lines? <laughs> he goes, he goes, a little poison, a dagger to the heart. There's so many options. Bro, you gave two. That was two options. <laughs> like a little poison. In that 30 minutes that I didn't know if you're going to live or die in the last movie, I made a full plan of how to kill myself, even yeah. though it's like completely foolproof. But okay. And oh, yeah, I forgot that like these vampires don't just die in sunlight, which is yeah. interesting. They, they do the opposite. They are just super beautiful in sunlight. Yeah. They can't meet the true death so like can anything kill them i wonder if like um just not what if one of them just no, doesn't eat yeah i think yeah i don't i'm, I'm sure starvation could kill them because they have to eat right deer but they're technically already dead so and and they make it seem like ripping the head off and ripping the arms off and burning it are the only ways yeah it's like and rice rules yeah yeah uh, which I did. But I, I imagine starvation. I feel Maybe? like... Maybe? But if right? you're immortal, if you're immortal, and here's... I don't want to go down an immortal or regener regeneration ability mm -hmm. loophole because I've done it so many times before with uh, so many comic book people, but you could, you would technically just be in agonizing pain forever if you were just starving to death forever. Right, because like, he's not like dead, drowning. he's undead, so... Yeah, and then he'd be, like, drowning. Like, drowning forever? You'd just be constantly dying, but not? Yeah, like being buried alive when you're undead kind of a situation. Yeah, I so I that. don't know. He I don't think... Why does the Volteri really... have to kill him? Can't some other vampire kill him? Like, yeah, but that would be... It, basically, having the Volteri kill him is, like suicide by police or whatever that's called okay yeah yeah okay so they would be forced to kill him by law or whatever whereas right. his family would probably be like bro we ain't gonna kill you dude <laughs> like right right he'd have to find a crackhead to pay like sorry a bloodhead he could yeah <laughs> <laughs> he could he could just go fight another vampire and purposely lose yes yeah, and I don't care, whatever. I like that we get to the Volturi, so however we mm -hmm. have to do it, that's good. Yeah, I think the point of this movie really is just to open up the world, and it um, and it takes seven hours to do that. I mean, I don't know if that's Stephanie Meyer's point. I think her point is just to drive home that, like, women need men. And that a big old you, hunk. Yeah, and if you don't have a man, you are worthless and should die. 
that which is funny because these guys aren't men they're like yeah hmm, i like know children right? yeah and they're not even like real humans yeah so like the Volteri is a very old powerful vampire family who rule above all the law only one lot is regularly enforced and um mostly they keep to themselves the only rule that's really enforced is that you know you can't expose yourself to mortals then the birthday party starts lots of candles it's like we're saying goodbye to michael scott all over again um <laughs> rosalie reluctantly gives her a gift and emmett gives her a sound system Carlisle gives her plain well we don't get to see what Carlisle and esme give her because it's in a box an yeah. inappropriately sized box for what the gift actually is in the book because it's plane tickets it? to go see her mom in Jacksonville and take Edward with her to introduce him. Why wouldn't they even just mention that? Uh, I don't know. It's in the book. I guess it's, it doesn't ma- well, yeah, she does. it wouldn't matter for the storyline. Because Esme's like, you've been looking a little pale lately. Yeah. yeah. Time yeah. to go to Jacksonville. So Flora day. So yeah, then Bella in, cuts. In her... Her oh, dad ahead. gives her her dad gives her a camera, a yeah. digital camera, and her mom gives her a what are those called? Photo book, like yeah. a to take. What are those called? An album, like a photo like a album. Scrap, yeah, photo album thing. And it's weird because which she's is like, crazy that I have that like that just doesn't exist anymore. It does in twenty twenty one. There's still it, digital cameras. There's still like moms out there scrapbooking. Believe yeah. Okay. But I mean, that's basically what Instagram is. I had to order. So like I ordered my kid two underwater, like waterproof disposable cameras for camp. Oh, right? cool. Because he's going to camp and they're not allowed to have electronics. And when I was a kid, we always just took disposable cameras, you know? They're so cool. Disposable is the best. Right? And they were like 12 bucks when I was a kid. So I go online to pick him one up and they're like $35 because they barely make them anymore. And it's like $30. And it's a novelty and- now? Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. I was like, yo, yeah, I'm about to drop to- 70 bucks for a camera for you. A disposable <laughs> like, camera. Yeah. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Yeah, so, it used to be at every single wedding. That was the thing. You had the disposable cameras on. Mm-hmm. I know. Up it's and so down cute. like the. And then it's fun. You just and you have you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. And there's always that one drunk cousin who always. Drinking piss. Ta- he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> no, I mean I literally. I wish that was what was happening. It's always worse with my family. Oh, but, <laughs> right. And I thought it was so sick though that like. Even with the gift of the camera, she like tells her friends like, oh, um, I want to take a picture. My mom wants me to take pictures to document my senior year. Like she yeah. has to just dis- like distinguish the fact that like she has no interest in her friends. It's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> she's not a good friend. No. She's one of those, she's one of those people that um, fully invest themselves in their boyfriend or girlfriend whatever they get into and then they're just like oh no time for friend which is not how love works you go like you still got a life no and like even edward's character seems more developed like but bella it seems like there's no before and there's no after like yeah it's there's nothing there well what bugged me with the camera is it never has it never comes into play it does it does later 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but she never gets to open the plane tickets because she cuts her finger and then Jasper <laughs> yeah. like lunges across the room at her and Edward stops him and like chaos completely ensues. Um, you know, Edward part, slams her 40 feet away. Yeah. That seemed like not, maybe not. He, he pushes her and then Jasper charges. Yeah. So it's like, bro, I, you just hit your, hit your girl across the room. I watched um, the making of this movie. And if anybody wants to watch this, it's called The Journey Continues, The Making of New Moon, New Moon Bonus Edition DVD. You can find it on a channel called Twilight Content on YouTube for free. And it was really fucking cool and interesting. Even though this movie's kind of boring to see like how they did all these stunts and effects, it was mind blowing, especially because I don't know anything about like current uh practical effects and so it was just really cool how they did all that and like she had a stunt double for that scene of course taylor lautner is like the only one that did all his own stunts because he's the man jacob oh okay yeah he did all of his own stunts he's shark boy though i mean he is right Mm -hmm. yeah i loved him better in that to be honest (laughs) i did not like him in this oh my god that's terrible so that's really okay i'll be team jacob that's fine so i mean <laughs> i feel like it's been panning out that way naturally it's just hard to it's hard when the movie is the exact same as the first one and you have to compete with robert pattinson like it's basically what if i was the main love interest and also he's supposed to be 16 yeah he was a wolf though you know it's not he it, yeah i mean i guess i, I can believe I'm he's, see. I'm open-minded. These are vampires. There's wolves that can read minds. He's not a pedophile but, yet, at least. Totally. Yet. <laughs> I just think they did him dirty. Yeah, yet. <laughs> yeah, the party's ruined, and Bella needs stitches. So Carlisle confides to her, like while he's stitching her up, that he believes even though he's never eaten human, like a soul, in his life he's um likely already damned to hell and there's just like a lot of hell and heaven talk and damnation in our souls and like all this mormon bullshit it's like shut up stephanie (laughs) nobody cares like no one's here to question like what happens to a vampire's soul like shut the fuck up imagine being like over 200 years old and still being like Oh, I hope God loves me or like oh I don't right? I don't know it's I like mean, we'll I, go travel the world and I guess learn. That, <laughs> that shows poorly on my character because I would have totally de-evolved at this point into like a true blood vampire I would have been like literally just eating people all day I would not care like I'm doing what I'm gonna do if you once you see the passage of time on such a grand scale it's really yeah. hard to keep that shit in perspective and like people become ants you know what well, I mean? uh, yeah a year feels like a day yeah so i don't know i just i i probably would just be like oh shit i don't have to do anything i can just be a lazy bum right. hypnotize hypnotize some human to give me their blood that's how the voltori ended up like stone because they are they don't move they don't do anything they just have their food brought to them and they're very very old and they stop having like a zeal for life do they but- explain this in the books they do oh okay yeah and like maybe that actually speaks better of edward that i think he maybe he's suffering from some kind of like emotional um trauma where like you know when somebody has a trauma in childhood and then their personality kind of stays in that frame like of mind forever that age 
maybe that's what's going on with Edward and that's why he's so fucking immature and like because he mentally is yeah. still a teenager. Well, he yeah, he was a sick what did he have? Spanish influenza or something? Yeah, so he's like 108 when he was 17. Mhm. That's dark. Man. So, yeah, that's I get. Yeah. I mean, that'd yeah. be like ha- like being dying of COVID-19 in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then to being turned into a vamp, like, I guess it'd be pretty traumatizing. But he, I don't, yeah, it, it's like, it grow up. Eventually, you probably grow up. What is that called? Like, age regression or something? I don't know. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I, yeah. My therapist tells me it every week, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but basically, Carlisle tells her, like, that that's why Edward's not going to save you because he's obsessed with your eternal salvation so she begs him like in the truck on the way home to change her and he says no and they kiss and he looks deeply pained when they kiss it's really weird i think because that's when he decides it's time to go or he already knows that the family is leaving so he's just been kind of waiting he didn't want to ruin her birthday so he's just waiting be like uh we gotta leave i don't think they really had to leave you know what i mean like i think it was just like all his concoction yeah and i miss what he said when we get to that part maybe you can yeah i can pull it up and she prints a picture of them and folds it in half so you can only see edward and puts it in her picture book that's dark as fuck why it's weird that's weird. What does that mean? I didn't get that scene at all. Okay. I'm just going to like send that to understand... William out of context and be like, what does this mean? <laughs> what? Yeah, he, I didn't. It's weird. It's like, is it really that she hates herself that much? Well, she is, she is going through, and this is how the movie starts. She's going through like an existential crisis about getting older, which, you know, every 17 turning 18 year old goes through. <laughs> It's almost as if the writer has never actually, maybe the writer is a vampire and trying to write as like, oh, I remember what being human at 17 was and this is it. And then Twilight exists because she, she's like so worried about being 18. Like it's the end of the world. It's like, no, I'm like, sweetheart, wait, wait till you're 30, wait till 35, wait till like your body's gonna be more banging at 23 like do you not want to get cut yeah, a little wait. bit before you get turned? and then, like, and then by like 30 yeah and then by 30 it's like emotionally your body's gonna be banged up and you're not gonna <laughs> worry about all that bullshit you worried about when you were 18 oh god and she has that stupid line to jacob later where she's like oh, i feel like i'm 40 it's like bitch yes you have no children no job no responsibilities like what about that says 40 to you yeah. well i'm 32 and i haven't had responsibilities for the last year so i get <laughs> so you're not like walking around like oh, i feel like building it. motorcycles with a 40. werewolf and being like oh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, she sucks. This character sucks. Yeah, she gets worse through this movie, guys. So they meet up. Um, they take a... She's... Oh, he does find that picture. Okay, and he steals it because he's like erasing any trace of him ever being there. Yeah. Except for that bite on her arm that she could see every day. Oh, yeah. Duh. So... <laughs> but I guess that wasn't his bite, Mark. That was the other guy's. So. He's, she's still going to look at it every day yeah, and remind, yeah. remember vampires. And also Victoria is still after her. So they're just going to leave her. Like what? That makes no sense. This movie so None whack. of it made sense. And he, and he says, we got to leave. Him and his family have to leave because Jasper 
yeah is looking too old right yeah no, it didn't make any sense so basically None of it made sense. he's like look let's take a walk alone in the woods you know okay and he this and is... again this is why i love robert pattinson he's the only one that has like a character in mind for his character yeah for this vampire so he says this and it's clearly a lie and when you first watch it it's like oh this is boring or not boring but it's like oh he's just like doling out his lines he's like phoning it in but then later in the movie he goes i was obviously lying to you in the woods (laughs) and you immediately bought it he like calls he calls her an idiot and i'm like oh she Sorry, says back I just, is even more disturbing. He's just like the best actor in this movie. Easy. The sickest thing that said in this movie is what she says back to him in that scene when she said, I believed you because I'm nothing. It's like, yeah. what the Oh, so you are self-aware. Girl, you need to get therapy. So yeah, this is the we're breaking up ho scene. I'm going to play this. <laughs> he says that. When you say we... I mean my family and myself. Edward, what happened with Jasper? It's nothing. You're right. It was nothing. Nothing but what I always expected. And nothing compared to what could have happened. don't belong in my world, Bella. I belong with you. No. You don't. I'm coming. Bella. I don't want you to come. You don't know me. No. That doesn't change anything. And then he just leaves her in the woods. Yeah. And then he just dips. This happens though. You. Oh my God! Somebody just left you in the woods. No, I mean like like thinking that that person's your whole life and then especially in high school and middle school Uh, yeah 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 and then the next day they're just like bye deuces it's like we we picked baby names at 15 you know (laughs) puppy love yeah so i feel i do feel bad for her even though i hate her character because like she's it's age appropriate for her again it's extremely inappropriate for him he should be in jail so yes um, he's, yeah he's 108 year 18 years old or whatever yeah, it's just he so should know fun. he should know better also that's not how you go somebody first you have to hook up with them and yeah. then you stop talking to them. exactly there's always one last hookup that i i felt like that was very uh off as well it's like mm. and then he just walks away in his vans yeah. like every little fuck boy <laughs> and she's like she's like in this yellow coat in the fetal position actually her costuming through this movie is fire and i think this yeah. would make a really good halloween costume too and i just her like, alone in the woods well just like the yellow jacket and the hairband i think i could do it i would look cool in this oh costume. you would definitely yes 
and you got a bell they should have cast you i know we're both very plain brunette looking so it works <laughs> very like adderall driven like <sighs> oh yeah she doesn't pant so much in this movie no which I was she proud. doesn't she must have got my notes her god her acting so bad it's insane maybe but... maybe it's like secretly really good Maybe she's like playing the perfect it dummy 17 year old. I need to watch another movie that's not Twilight with her in it or because I've seen tons of interview footage of her and she's this character. And so it's weird. And so I want to see something else where she's just totally different. She's not. Um, There's one where she plays like Joan of Arc. Oh, okay. Or something. It's like a medieval action and she's like the lead. And it's I think it might have been right after Twilight was like her next big okay thing and it and i remember it being not good i mean i don't remember anything about it you know who's a good fucking actress who should have been in this role instead of her was it's troyan belsario meryl street oh yes sorry (laughs) meryl street who is that she was the brunette smart one on pretty little liars she ended up being like the show didn't start about her but it ended about her because she was such a strong actress uh and then she went on to do more projects that but she's just really fucking amazing actress blow you away every time i don't know looks a lot like kirsten stewart so i I don't know i thought of her but any pretty little liars fans out there just like imagine what if spencer was bella that would be a wicked movie um fun (laughs) trivia i was in maybe two episodes of pretty little liars as extra i was doing extra work and um i was the only one on set that had long hair and i was probably like 22 21 maybe living in I want to say Austin, Texas. Oh, I was in Austin, Texas, but is the whole thing based in Texas? I've never seen the show. It's based in Pennsylvania. Oh. But they use like Is there another one? No. Pretty little Iron Well, the yeah, spin-off? they did. They have, they have like four spin-offs. They did well, like I did a, one a of Ravenswood. Them. Um, now I'll have to rewatch every single episode of every single series. Maybe and maybe it was is there a Big Little Liars? I don't even remember what it was yes, called. Yes, Big Little Lies. That's the one with Reese that. Witherspoon and Josh Jackson. Jeez, this was oh, like 2010. So it was probably PLL. Is that what it's called? PLL. Yeah. Filmed. Yeah, we see these like. Oh, and if anybody's like really into PLL, there's a podcast called. No, it was shot in. This is not the one I was on then. I was on another lying teen drama based. <gasps> the that. lying game. Shut the fuck up. Yes, I know it's, yes. Is that what it is? Shut up. I am a fucking lying, lying game, game stan. It, That's where it was shot too. Yeah, it was out in the Midwest. In Austin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it stars. Um, Didn't have a guy on. from Heroes. One of the guy. That's the only actor on set I recognized. Dude. Yeah, it's at Austin Studios. Yeah, that's that the that's the one I did. <laughs> Sorry. Alexandra Shondo. Shondro was in that. Alexandra Shondo was in that, and she was fucking amazing. She played twins. And um, yeah, yep, yep, yep. There was a scene where she came in and then had to go like swap out clothes and then Yeah, and Charisma Carpenter was in that movie. Dude, that or that show, that show was fire it was so good i really it was only two seasons and it was like a teen melodrama and i got really into it and i watch it like every year i'll watch it through 
I love it so really? much. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. the only I was the only one over like definitely the only one 21 plus. And this was this I'll, I'll make this story quick. But uh this was when I was living in Austin, Texas, and I had moved there from Nebraska to pursue my dreams of stand being a famous stand-up comedian. And uh Hell yeah. I didn't I didn't have a job and I was doing like extra work for money and random um uh survey not surveys but whatever sitting at focus groups is what it's called. And okay. uh I got this extra work gig and it was like maybe 2 weeks, 3 weeks worth of work every other day and I had to show up at set 6 a.m. And then sit with literally teenagers and cause I looked like a, I looked like I was 15 <laughs> and, uh, and I remember being so depressed because I, at the I paid rent for this month. I, for like six months I was paying rent and then I had like $10 left over to like live off of after I paid my bills, but it was awesome doing stand up every night. Uh, oh, so yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I was doing this. I'd show up with a water bottle full of whiskey and Coke. And I just at like 6 a.m. And I would just get wasted because I'd be out to like 2 a.m. Doing shows the night before. And I would just get drunk on set. It would take like three hours before we actually started filming. And I had hair down to my shoulders. And the director was like, hey, um, you're going to you look like it was a big joke for the whole thing is like you look like um you're the guy in the high school that sells weed like you're the pothead so because so, i was the only one with long hair everyone else just looked like preppy yeah and so whatever i got paid for it and then i went to watch the episode and every time you see me come on to uh, come onto the screen it immediately cuts and then you can <gasps> see me walking in the background and then you like see my hair and it cuts oh and then they God. There is a scene where one of the characters cry is looking at an old photograph and cries and a teardrop falls onto the old photograph and they used my hand. It was an extra like twenty five or fifty dollars to uh, to do that. And for some reason, they picked me. So that whatever scene that is. So I just held a held my Whoa. hand. And then they they had a water droplet and it took like literally 40 minutes to figure out to make it look like a natural teardrop. So. Jesus. that's my big uh <laughs> that's so fun that is so pretty cool. little liar <laughs> i love that because that's one of my favorite shows um the lion game and anybody who loves mystery shows like pll should definitely watch the lion game i've never seen it but it's really good it's better than this garbage so <laughs> <laughs> so where are so here they're gone they leave so, they just up and leave she's yeah, left in the woods we see some eyeballs from the woods watching bella and while she sleeps <laughs> common theme for her and it's like we just see this like hunky eight pack carrying her through the woods and then we learn that the Collins have left town everyone is searching for Bella Sam shows up carrying Bella you know then we cut to it's October and we're very depressed <laughs> and people, it says three three months later or something yeah um people or maybe I don't remember like I know don't love the music in this movie. Did you notice they used a Radiohead song? I did. I really like And I the wonder music. if that was the song they were supposed to use in the first one. I wonder. Here, I'm going to play a little bit of it. I love This might be my favorite scene. The most depressing scene. This possibility 
you've disappeared. Like everything else. Who else can I talk to? I'm lost. When you left, and he left, you took everything with you. Since when is everywhere I look. It's like a huge hole has been punched through my chest. A couple things though. Her room set design has changed dramatically from the first movie. I mean, yeah. I guess it's believable that she's lived there longer and everything, but it's so warm and there's so many knickknacks and tchotchkes like i just don't believe that this character has that much personality um so it feels like (laughs) super insincere and it really takes me out of it and then also those kids walking by her window like that's on the side of her house why would they be trick-or-treating that way it doesn't make sense i think they were i think it was just i think that scene was because i did kind of think about that but i think that was just like oh kids are out and about for halloween going all over the place crossing streets I guess. But yeah, we get, but, and also like, it was always fine for us just to get her exposition. Like, why does it have to be in form of letters to Alice? Cause I'm pretty sure this isn't how it goes in the books. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, but she's like, and, and none of the, none of the emails are going through. Yeah. yeah and she not. never, she never brings it up to Alice when she ends up meeting or talking to Alice again. She's never like, Oh, Hey, like a psychopath, I was writing it's like her own therapy, I guess. But yeah. honestly, she probably needs like real therapy. Yeah, probably in medication. <laughs> I mean, Bella, like, I do like that she says she's not sure what's real anymore, though, because like everything is gone <clears throat> except for the fact that she has that scar on her arm. So that's kind of stupid. But besides yeah. that, I do like that she's like possibly to the point where she's not sure if she's just had made all of this up because it is so fantastical. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I I feel like I would lose my mind. I would love to become a vampire mm -hmm. and I would lose my mind if I was that close. You would have to just go to a major city like you're going to find one. Yeah, (laughs) I know y'all exist. And then you're that crazy person walking down the street that everyone thinks you're schizophrenic. Yep. <laughs> She'd just go to Venice Beach. Like, she'll be straight. I mean, and she kind of does that. She goes, so she becomes like an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. And her dad says, like, basically, you need to get the fuck out. You're going to Florida because I can't deal with your mental breakdown. But, you know, she refuses to leave and she because gaslights she has a, a him. night with the girls. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, I'm totally normal now. I'm going to go shopping with Jessica. And I actually do want to play Jessica because she's just so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Who is that? Anna, what's her name? Anna Kendrick? Anna Kendrick? Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not a big Redheads fan, so. She was in um, Pitch Perfect, and those movies are great. Oh, yeah. I've heard great, I have heard great things about, my friend Susie keeps telling me to watch them. I really need to. I hate musicals. So do I. So, I mean, I like, like, The Sound of Music or Fiddler on the Roof. Anna Kendrick, yeah. I don't know why you want to sit through all those zombies eating people and no hot guys kissing anybody. Gross. Like, you know, why are there that many zombie movies anyway? So if it's supposed to like draw a parallel about leprosy, my cousin had leprosy, it's not funny, you know? And like, it's 
supposed to be a metaphor for consumerism, because don't be so pleased with your own, like, self-reverential cleverness, you know? Like, some girls like to shop. Not all girls, apparently. Though I was surprised you even called it all, you know? Like, your depression thing, I get it. I'm totally, totally worried. But after a while, it's like, you're still fine, and I'm going through stuff, too. You know? So in the book, she says that she chooses this friend because she would knew that she would be like obsessed with herself and not actually be a good friend to her. So it would be like easy to avoid. Just fucked up. Yeah. She, but she sees. Also, the leprosy thing got me. Yeah. It's like I, ju- I just looked up like it's less. It's like 2.04 people are diagnosed with leprosy a year on in the world. Damn. So that's super rare that have Her leprosy. Cousin. It's crazy that it's still around. I mean, probably in like undeveloped, godless countries where they don't have Jesus Christ. And maybe her cousin was on Tro- a mission yeah. trip. And it trips. prefers tropics and like, yeah, <laughs> tropic. It prefers the exact opposite of the weather in this Forks, Washington. Yeah, I feel like her cousin was on a mission trip when he caught that leprosy. Wow. <laughs> I'm, am i gonna have to edit that out Is that... no i love no okay. i mean literally, you literally would probably to get out of you'd have to be at, not in forks washington at least right yeah but uh like and Bella... then she just like she's like get i guess i get it i know you're depressed just like get over i got shit going on too <laughs> it's like what i mean she's not wrong <laughs> she's not wrong but that is like uh huge problem with depression is like everybody's depressed and nobody was wants to talk to other people about it i guess but uh yeah like, oh yeah i get i get sad that's like how my dad is he's like oh yeah just don't be sad and i'm but like, like well, dad. <laughs> it's like oh okay you teach people how to treat you and like jessica was definitely teaching her you can't just blow me off for months on end and not expect exactly. to get bitched out yeah like but yeah bella takes a wild ride on a motorcycle with this like 50 year old dude and she and i think it's these are the same guys that were trying to sexually harass her in the last one right not even sexually harass they were gonna rape her like that's the ultimate harassment because she knows like if she does something exhilarating like it i think so they looked exactly like it and that would be so weird right yeah it it was that that would be weird like she just completely forgot about that yeah no she knows she knows that that's what's gonna happen and that's why she's like doing it because she knows that if she does something dangerous that her subconscious mind so like i'm curious how you saw this apparently it's supposed to be herself like her subconscious is reflecting some part of what she thinks edward would be saying to her yeah that's what i thought for a little bit but i read it as like it was Edward from like far away, but then I'm like, yeah. oh, that doesn't make sense because why wouldn't he just come save her? <laughs> okay. Well, maybe because I also I went back and forth with that because he we do know he has telekinetic powers or or uh, not telekinetic, but he can read minds, so that yeah. could be a, if he's connected to her. It's not but supposed to be enter, him. He can't enter her brain, so that I immediately thought about that, and I was like, he's she he can't read her mind. So why yeah. why could he project an image of himself? So that was definitely her seeing him, like hallucinating him, 
saying what she thinks he would say exactly yeah and she just knows that like she needs to get more danger so she brings these two like motorcycles to jacob to start using him and have him help her fix them and it's, it's so uncomfortable like quill and Embry drop by so we get to meet them and i mean i could spend the entire story with these characters the entire wolf pack and be happy like all these characters yeah. seem pretty rich and funny and they have good chemistry. May, I don't know. They literally just wrestle each other all the time, which is, you know, they're dogs, like they're werewolves. So that I thought that was pretty cool that they're like so playful mm-hmm. well, with each other and stuff. Like they, they do make a good pack. Jake finally confronts her about why she has an age fetish. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And, and then she never says his age. She goes, aren't you like 16? Yeah, <laughs> and he's like age is nothing but a number baby which is such a baller thing for a 16 year old to say to a 18 year old hell yeah and he's yeah, like why like, are you so obsessed with age i like when he's arguing with her and he's like your basic whiteness makes you 20 years younger than me just fyi <laughs> like yes <laughs> so then. Yeah, that's true <laughs> So like, yeah, her nightmares persist. Her dad tells her that she needs to learn to love what's good for her, which I don't, that's just, wow. Okay. What's Mm. good for you? Yeah. Like he's trying to tell her that she should just learn to love Jacob because he's a good person. It doesn't matter if you actually love somebody. Yeah. That's just so twisted. It's like, just fucking send her to therapy. Stop. Like you. Yeah. I, he's, he's not a good father no Bless and everybody everybody loves him too everybody's like charlie's my favorite character like why he's a he, fucking he's, absentee parent he's great but he didn't ask for that role like she just kind of re-entered his life and then he realized he has such a shitty daughter <laughs> yeah like, fucking hell yeah and he's doing the best he's doing the best he can i mean is he i don't know no he's not even in this movie either for most of it <laughs> yeah like her and jacob they drive to go try out the new bikes and they see sam and the other wolves like cliff diving and so bella just makes a mental note of okay that's a good rush for later and also jake is the only one that's not like forming a bond with the wolf back yet and then bella starts up her bike and sees edward she takes a nasty spill as Do- dr cullen would say <laughs> and uh Jacob this just does scene this like is embarrassing. The motorcycle trick thing he did. <laughs> he did it himself. Yeah, and I could it tell. It was like 39. <laughs> oh my god. It was like 39 degree weather out there and he had to like take his shirt off in slow-mo. So well, it was just like the music was like do 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 like super intense music <laughs> and he just he rolls up and then does like kind of a little skid and then the bike falls down and he does like a cool spin around it and it would be cool if it happened like twice as fast mm-hmm. but that kind of threw me out of the movie out of it yeah i guess well, they just do jacob dirty in this movie like i thought it was cool i don't know rewatch like, it okay. rewatch, <laughs> rewatch it but like it's she gets, not it's not cool <laughs> she gets asked out to go see face punch it turns into like a group date that nobody shows up for except for jacob and this that annoying guy from school and then the first one to ask her to prom in the first movie yeah whatever his name is and he just i think he's two characters in the book like they condensed the friends in the books to people like more less characters in the movies so 
but yeah it, the date does not go well at, you know to go see face punch everybody leaves pissed off but i think jake is pretty good in this scene i'm gonna play it we're at yeah. 50, 50 minute this is i like this because yeah you find out later that he is like still new to being a werewolf yeah definitely so that... it's like he's he's being super protective like a like a dog will like when it like you know how a dog would be yeah, i was trying to figure out the whole time like if he already knew but so he doesn't know that he's gonna turn into a werewolf okay i, I think i'm gonna stop <laughs> what a bitch What a marshmallow. <laughs> you should hold out for someone with a stronger stomach. Someone who laughs at the gore that makes weaker men vomit. Yeah, I'll uh-huh. keep my eye open for that. <laughs> I feel bad, he probably has that flu that's going around. What, I can't hold your hand? No, of course you can. I just think it you know, means something a little different to you. Okay, well tell me something. You like me, right? So basically, Bella confesses to him that like she likes having him around, but she doesn't necessarily like him. So at least she is trying to be honest. Kind of though, she's like verbally being she's like verbally being honest mm-hmm. about that, but then she still is like kind of like flirting with him. I think it's yeah. just she's not acting well. I don't know, like. They could have or had she a good doesn't know. friends with benefits thing going if Jacob could have like chilled out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, again, he's a sixteen-year-old kid. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, like he's in love. He, it's so sweet. Yeah, puppy dog love, literally. <laughs> I think he's yeah. so sweet. So you yeah, can he, tell he was in love in the first one. He starts to get wolfy with Bella's friend, and then he gets mono and quote-unquote mono and he ghosts her completely just like edward did so fucked up i really started feeling bad for her at this point and like ooh, yikes (laughs) and charlie leaves to fish with henry clearwater and bella drives to jacob's house her hair extensions are oh no his hair extensions are gone and he got a tattoo which is really fucking weird and ugly Mm -hmm. he's so ripped this is insane like, this is what yeah, I'm talking about. Well. They wanted somebody super buff for the second movie and they didn't care if it was going to be him or not. Like, what the fuck, dude? That's so fucked. People would have been so mad if he wasn't in the second movie. I don't think they would have made a third. Like, right? it would have just been so weird. That is weird. Like, who does that? Come on. Um, I think he's, like, I mean, a little the, too buff. I, I, Yeah, I didn't like um, how buff he was. He, with the long hair and no beard... He did not look like a 16-year-old kid. No. and He could have had like an Aquaman vibe going on, whatever that guy's name is, if he had a big old thick beard. Well, yeah, he says that like he should, she should blame those filthy bloodsuckers, the Collins. Do you know that it's not me, it's you? <laughs> and he just tells her like, go home and don't come back or you're going to get hurt. Like he's really straightforward to her that he wants nothing to do with her. Yeah. And then like cut to Bella walking in the woods, remembering Edward and a monologue aunt to alice and she's saying that she's gonna oh yeah so she makes it to the clearing of love but it's nothing but dead grass and memories then laurent (laughs) appears and 
Uh, let's talk about racism. That's in my notes. So, okay, hold on. Let me pull this up. Let's talk about racism, baby. <laughs> Catherine Hedwig, Hardwick fought for Twilight to feature a diverse cast, but Stephanie Meyer rejected her idea. Let me get to the good part. She probably just didn't see the world that way, Hardwick said. And I was like, oh my God, I want the vampires. I want, I want them all. Alice, I wanted her to be Japanese. I had all these ideas. And she just could not accept the Collins to be more diverse because she had already seen them in her mind. She knew who each character was representing in a way, a personal friend or a relative or something. Meyer pointed to the books to prove to Hardwick why her cast could not be diverse, referencing a line about the vampires that describes them as having pale, glistening skin. The author eventually allowed the film to cast a Kenyan-American actor, Eddie... Uh, Gathegi, Gathegi, I think is how you pronounce it, in the role of Laurent. The only reason that came through was he was described as having olive skin, Hardwick said. And as I said, there are black, and I said, there are black olives out there. Then she was open to the students in Bella's peer group being other ethnicities. So we got Christian Serratos and Justin Chan. So we were able to open it up a little bit. Yeah. I just think the family should be uh, an incestual white Mormon f vampire family. That's just how I wrote it. Like, bitch, what do you care? Even if like, okay, fine. Make the main family all white. That's great. Okay, whatever. But like, you're trying to bring more diversity to the other characters. And then it, on top of that, the way that she does depict a marginalized, real fucking community of people is disturbing. Yeah. It seems in very intentional. Yeah, it does. Like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like and you then, could lit literally any one of these characters could be any ethnicity or nationality. Yeah. I mean, they, maybe not like ethnicity for sure. <laughs> this is a nationality any anyone did they is there any specific except for the obviously like the indigenous people need to be stephanie meyer this is a tweet that i just found it's really old it's from 20 oh okay it's from 2020 may 4th so this is, must have been when like the, the newest book came out um midnight sun but this person said stephanie meyer still ain't shit for her racist portrayal of the quaalute tribe like she really wrote the indigenous characters as aggressive, misogynistic, abusive, and child predators. <laughs> what? Wait, what? honestly, yeah, because oh, yeah. we haven't got to the child predator part yet. Yeah. In Jacob's storyline. <laughs> so, like a lot of people, basically, when that all came out by 2020, when she's trying to release Midnight Sun, people are not having it. You know, it's a different yeah. time. Whenever these came out, people didn't care about exploiting uh you know marginalized cultures and communities and luckily there was like a lot of blowback on this and i think that's a good thing oh well definitely yeah it yeah, just like so took weird. 20 years to get there so then let me see where i am to sit down and like write a character that literally doesn't matter especially a vampire especially somebody that's could be hundreds of years old they could have traveled from anywhere across the globe like nope has to be a, a very white white person yeah oh yeah sorry so laurent appears and edward appears and like tries to help her and like 
give her some advice. Yeah. It's herself, I guess, talking to herself, but, um, Laurent knows she's alone and he's been sent by Victoria to get her. And he figures like, fuck it, I'll be nice and just eat her. And I think he is being nice because he's right. Like Victoria wants to torture her, torture her. And he's, he's being, I guess, not like merciful in that situation. But he also is for some reason, she has a scent that is so Bella has a scent that is so like lust, lusting, lustful, whatever the word is. Yeah, and she has this, like, orb of protection, except for not at all in reality. Yeah. The fuck is that? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Then we hear some snaps. But I love this shot. Like, I love how they're circling around her like he's a shark. Yeah. I really like that. And then the snap of twigs and several wolves appear, and they chase him. And they look good. The CGI on those wolves look pretty good. They do. I can't remember the company that did this, but in that behind the scenes DVD, they get really into like the wolves that they studied and like how they picked the characteristics and did all the CGI. So it's really cool. I have one major plot hole situation when Mm -hmm. we get into the attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then they chase him away and Bella tells her dad and Harry Clearwater that she saw wolves (laughs) and, that they were chasing after something (laughs) but like she just assumes the wolves are going to be dead and that victoria is coming for her so nothing can kill a vampire and she is right this is where the thing is she is right to assume that the vampire would win or at least escape because all you would have to do it's already been established that they can like vampires can climb up trees like squirrels all the vampire would have to do is climb a tree and then jump from tree to tree and tree to tree to tree and get away Wait a minute. So why wouldn't have Edward just like go up to the Quayle, whatever, to the tribe and gotten them to kill him? They would have gladly killed him. Yeah. Well, they just don't talk. Oh, they hadn't transformed yet either, I think. Yeah. Wait. Well, some of them had. had. I think uh, Jacob is just the newest. Okay. He like hit puberty. He put. Yeah. Yeah. What? He could have just had Jacob kill him. And he explains, (laughs) he's like, uh, Jacob's like, uh, yeah, it happens when vampires come around. You know what? In the book, and I don't know if it's in this book or I think it's in one of the way later books, but he tells Jacob, he's like, if she dies, I want you to kill me. And Jacob's like, fuck you. Like, I would not give you the satisfaction. Okay. Um, I think that's way later on though. So, oh, she goes like straight to Jacob's house. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah. She has a nightmare. It, like, reminds her about the whole story. Wait. We didn't get that far. Sorry. I skipped ahead. She's walking in the woods, remembering Edward, and she has this monologue. Jacob comes in her room shirtless to apologize, but he actually knocks, unlike Edward. Yeah. And, Which is weird, because don't vampires have to be invited in? Right? I guess not in Which, this universe. There is a little joke, because his dad says, you're not welcome through my front door yeah he says that to edward and he's like i technically am following his rules i went through the window right i don't even think that was supposed to be a vampire joke that's how lame yeah i don't i mean i mean yeah yeah. like he jogs her memory about the tribe and like this the legend and she still doesn't understand because it's all about edward and she has another nightmare but she does remember the story and it leads her straight to jacob's house and she confronts and hits one of the guys and he transforms into a wolf she slaps him hard yeah never apologizes for it yeah 
and like they bring Bella in to meet the rest of the pack and Emily this is so sad oh my god she's such a terrible character like not a terrible actress but no. a terrible character and we learn that she's been scarred from her wolf boyfriend turning like shifting because yeah. he was pissed off at her and then like permanently scarring her for life so again fuck you I- Stephanie Meyer I'm a weirdo and I I've I like a face a good face scar like that. I think sure. it looks badass. Yeah, it did look cool. And, and she was yeah, she was a babe. But that was like clearly three wolf claws. I'm like, oh okay, so you're just like making dinner for your abusive husband. Cool. This is a cool display of <laughs> these indigenous people. Awesome. Right? It was sick. Yeah, it was gross. And then uh we do learn that they're faster than vampires. Um well, that's what they say. They are faster. They're better. But like Bella's completely unimpressed. And <laughs> Bella and Jacob go for a walk on the beach and they talk. Monster talk. I hear I'm going to play this 114. Oh, she also calls them monsters and they don't even react, which yeah. I guess I get it. But it's like, maybe don't call them monsters. That seems like rude. Right. <laughs> she is rude. Here, I'll play yeah, this. she is super rude and ignorant. But she's under the impression that they're the ones killing the hikers. So that's yeah. why. So I, I kind of get it. Yeah, yeah. A few lucky members of the tribe have the gene. The blood sucker moves into town. And the fever sets in. Ano. Yeah, I wish. Well, can't you find a way to just stop? I mean, it's wrong. It's not a lifestyle choice, Bella. I was born this way. I can't help it. You're such a hypocrite. What, I'm not the right kind of monster for you? It's not what you are. It's what you do. They never hurt anybody. You've killed people, Jake. Bella, we're not killing anyone. And who is? What we're trying to protect you people from. The only thing we do kill. Vampires. Wait, Jake, you can't. Don't worry, we can't touch your little precious Cullens unless they violate the treaty. I, that's not what I'm saying. You can't kill vampires, they'll, they'll kill you. Really? We took out that leech with the dreads easy enough. Laurent? And his red-headed girlfriend is next. V- Victoria's here? Was. We chased her all the way to the Canadian border the other night. She keeps coming back. We don't know what she's after. I do. Me. They did him d- dirty. Laurent, is that his name? The character's Laurent? name? Yeah. They did him so dirty. He could have been such a cool character. I know. I would have loved to see him throughout the whole series. Because he was like not necessarily, he was not a good guy, but he was not a bad guy. He was just kind of like his own guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now that Jacob knows about Victoria and everything, she actually has full protection from the wolves. Jacob is hot. Alice, um, (laughs) she says... Alice, I'm all right until I'm alone. While the guys hunt, Bella drives to the overlook to cliff dive. 
And at this point, it's like, yeah, you know, she's going out when she knows Victoria's hunting her, but I don't think she really cares anymore. And she's just like ready. I, yeah. She's like big. I mean, she's like ready to die, you know? <laughs> she uh, she got on a motorcycle with maybe a rapist, the guy that tried to rape her in the first one. She's, yeah, she's, she's like very suicidal in this. Yeah, yeah it's sad, kind of. Yeah. It's what happens when you, when, you know, you get broken up with and the person's like, um, don't be reckless. Really? I think there's even like a famous poem about it. What? Really? When you get broken up with, it's like, instead of fixing yourself, all you want to do is ride down a hill with your, on a bicycle with your hands up and your eyes closed. I mean, it's, she's depressed. It's depression. She needs to find some self-worth in like anything besides yeah. a man. Just like learn how exactly. to like spending time alone. Obviously, that was a skill Edward was able to develop over his hundred years waiting for her. So yeah, play video games or something. Right, Jesus. <laughs> Get a man. hobby. Get any hobby. Yeah. So let me see. Become a photographer. We? Yes. So while the guys hunt, Bella drives to the overlooked cliff dive. Victoria gives Henry Clearwater a heart attack. Oh, so sad. And is scared off by a few wolves. And then Victoria disappears into the dark, choppy ocean. I fucking love this scene. I just that love was cool. her. Yeah. yeah, so cool. The, so the stunt woman who did all that work for the actress, um, this was her first like stunt work on a movie. Before this, she was in Cirque du Soleil. Oh. And she's really good, right? Yeah. I, I mean, so. that's a pretty promising, that's a great career, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> yeah, well, she's doing like all this crazy stunt diving. I think it's so cool. Yeah, that scene was cool. All the then, diving off of that cliff was pretty cool. Yes, it's really, I'm telling you guys, again, it's called, um, let me see here. The journey continues the making of new moon and it has like all the behind the scenes of how they did the cliff diving and it's like so many different components. It was really impressive. Um, even though it didn't look that great, but to me, but really impressive, like the process they go through anyways. It's, it's better than what's to come in the next movies. Didn't you feel like the water was not better than like murder by numbers ocean though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victoria gives Henry Clearwater a heart attack and is scared off by wolves. Victoria disappears in the into the dark, choppy ocean. Meanwhile, Bella reaches the top of the cliff and Edward appears to discourage her, but Bella jumps and she does survive. She's immediately sunk back down, like pushed back down by waves and injured. And there's blood everywhere underwater and Victoria is yeah. underwater as well. So it's not great. But then it's weird because like Victoria just disappears and Edward appears with her and they have this really weird like out of body yeah. drug experience. Well, she's like, it's still her subconscious. Oh, um, projecting him. <laughs> yeah, it's like still her. It's still her projecting him. And then she smashes her head because she like, oh, those crazy massive waves aren't going to do anything to me once I get into the water. Mm -hmm. And it like smashes her against the she hits her head so she's like clearly concussed and yeah. and, uh, and then I, she wakes up on the beach know, i don't know if i liked the scene where they're like floating in the water yeah he wasn't actually mm. there so i know that was it's just, just like weird. her I don't like it, it was there's a lot of unnecessary stuff in yeah. this <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
in this like, movie. We get it. She's concussed. Okay. And Jacob saves her. He gives her CPR. And honestly, I don't know if I would at this point. Like, Yeah. <laughs> he has to. He's obsessed with her. He is. He's a good person. And so, like, he warms her up on the ride home. And then sam hurt emily so what if i hurt you they have that conversation and he's like acting like he doesn't want to be with her now like okay jacob yeah. calm down so they almost kiss but don't and then jacob says uh wait because there's a vampire here but it's like carlisle's car so she gets really excited yeah. and oh, it's the mccollins yeah <laughs> jacob is pissed he's so pissed and Alice is there. So in the book, this is weirdly erotic because um, her and Alice have this like reunion where they embrace and she like smells her and then she sits on her lap and like strokes her to sleep. It's that really makes sense. weird. That makes sense because Alice is kind of like the, she was like the hippie one, the open-minded one at the beginning in the first movie. I don't know about the books, but in the first one, she's my favorite out of the whole family. In the book. She's, she's just like chill as hell and just like love fun loving <laughs> like i don't know yeah like in the first book she says bella's character says that they were the most beautiful people i'd ever seen especially the girl with the short hair like she's obsessed with alice before yeah. anybody else like more of their looks like as as much as edward interesting because then that kind of comes and, into play at the end of this movie yeah and i think that the cullens like stay in town during this book too because alice is helping her shower and shit in the book when she's depressed Ooh. yeah it's weird i'm just gonna have to finish reading it fuck it and i'll come back next week and be like it's just hey, listen, i made all that up it's all it's fantastic. just what it's just what girls do they shower each other and sit on each other's laps when their friends are depressed and <laughs> it's now in my head that's what that's what girls do so then bella Ray pillow fun pillow fights yeah oh edward undresses at some point okay uh <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on okay let me see oh yes so alice, alice play... is there because because she has is this the alice scene yeah edward oh, doesn't okay. know that he's because he's been gone and he calls like them every few months like they don't know where edward is he calls in yeah. every few months to check in with them and he wants to be alone and i'm just gonna play uh, and Al alice is um the reason she comes back is because she had a vision of bella jumping off the cliff to her yeah. death yeah but, so she's like what the hell are you doing still alive i'm gonna play this which i, I like how alice goes to her house sorry no, <laughs> alice okay. goes she has a vision of her jumping off a cliff and dying or just jumping off the cliff and she assumes that she's dead. So she goes to her house instead of the cliff like to save her. Well, she, I think she knows she's dead. Like, she just, yeah, so she's, she's dead. There to... Yeah. Did you tell him? No. He only calls in once every few months. He said he wants to be alone. Bella, what is that god-awful wet dog smell um that's probably me I... it's jacob jacob who jacob's kind of a werewolf bella werewolves are not good company to keep speak for yourself so he came back because he's a cock and 
Jacob <laughs> and Bella, they talk again and they talk in the kitchen over whether Edward is going to come back and she's very cruel to Jacob. She tells him to run back to Sam. <laughs> Like, really yeah. fucking mean to him out of nowhere. Speaks some quaile to her and tries to kiss her again, but he can't because Edward... He just doesn't pick up the hints. Well, like, they are about to kiss. Literally, this is, like, the moment yeah. she's like, I think maybe fuck it. Like, I don't know, kind of. And then fucking Edward calls the phone. Like, I just love how crazy Jacob is here. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean... She's just messing with him at this point. This is a power move. (laughs) She's like, we're just friends, but we can hold hands. We're not friends. We can almost kiss. But we're just, now we're just friends again. But now we're not. Yeah, she sucks. I keep breaking my promise. Swan Residence. He's not here right now. He's arranging a funeral. So Jacob lets Edward believe that (laughs) her father is off planning her funeral, which is a terrible, terrible thing to do. But I understand because like he wasn't lying, though. He's not lying, and she's just been toying with him and making his life a nightmare. She's really terrible, so it's kind of hard to feel bad for her at this point. But obviously, it's a horrible thing to do. So yeah, these relations, the the th- this little threesome is so unhealthy. But like he's a child. He is a literal. He's literally child. sixteen. He's like sixteen. What are you like sixteen? And she added the like, so we don't know if he's sixteen or seventeen, and he never corrects her. <laughs> he yeah. could be fifteen. So yeah, Edward thinks that Bella is dead and he's going to go to the Volturi to kill himself out of guilt. And Jacob mm-hmm. tries to stop her, but it's like nothing can ever stop her, this woman, okay? And Alice's yellow car races through the Italian countryside, trying desperately to reach Edward in time. And we see him confront the Volturi, expecting to die, but... This is where the movie starts. Yes. Because, like... <laughs> because he's back. Patterson is back. Very interesting. They would rather actually keep him and use because of his like, ability. Yeah, yeah, which of course that's duh. what I, that's what I was saying in the last one. He has to, practically speaking, he has to be one of the most powerful vampires. If he would utilize, like, if you can read minds, and then if he just learned every martial arts, if he learned everything, he could just read what move you're gonna do a split second before you do it. He could just be invincible. Mm-hmm. He's lazy, but instead, but... he's a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he will give them, he's going to give them good reason to kill himself uh, by showing himself at noon um, during a festival in town. So this is the San Marcos festival, which if we didn't appropriate enough bullshit and change it, <laughs> this, <laughs> let me just read you. We don't have to like get too deep into it, but this is such dumb. It's based off of the Feast of St. Mark and or like also known as St. Mark's Day. Um, And it just says the 25th of April is a national holiday throughout Italy 
though not as St. Mark's Day, but as the anniversary of the liberation of Italy from the Nazi fascists in World War II. So, like, no, Stephanie Myers, it's not about fucking vampires. Like, shut up. <laughs> what is this woman's problem? Uh, she's just a dummy. A uh, dangerous, rich dummy. This reminds me of, like, when Disney tried to buy the rights to the words um, Dios de Muertos. Did you know that? What? Day of the Re- Dead. Probably recently. Yeah, when the movie. After that movie. Because yeah. remember <clears throat> Book of Life? They had Coco in production and Book of Life was being in, was in production by another company and they were afraid like and they wanted to use it for marketing. So they tried to buy the name of a holiday. So, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, come off it. So they already own everything. Disney right? is definitely the head of the Illuminati. What do they What else could they? <sighs> They're need? so creepy. I love a good Disney adult documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So he's he's about to expose himself, which is my favorite part uh, <laughs> in the storyline. Oh, yeah. And I would have, so like by going out and taking off his robe and showing his glittery skin, but I would have written the movie, This he, he exposes himself fully nude and then gets arrested for indecent exposure and then becomes a, uh, he has to like regis- a registered sex offender. And then mm-hmm. he can't go back to Forks. He exactly. can't go within uh, 500 yards of Bella. Right. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> That's exactly. a whole different movie. He'll be showing up on that app. Like when you move somewhere, you're supposed to check. Yeah, <laughs> just a red dot everywhere. Yeah. Edward undresses and enters the sun as the bell tolls. Christy Stewart is so haggard. Oh my God, dude. So in all of these like close up face shots of her, she actually looks really good. Um, I think her makeup is amazing because when you see her running to him and I understand she's supposed to be depressed and everything, but like she looks, she didn't look healthy. Like she's on a lot of math. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. She didn't look healthy. Mm -mm. Maybe she was. Or maybe, you know, they've been filming or she flew into Italy and who knows know. what she was. I don't think she was on meth, but I'm sure they weren't. She really was on meth. If she, yeah. And if she was on meth, I would imagine her performance would be a little more energetic. I but, <laughs> well, that, uh, I don't know. Day 10 of meth, I guess. She embraces Edward just in time and him thinking that it's heaven, of course. But why didn't he smell her coming? If he can smell her and he has super hearing, she never yells for him. There's a lot I think of problems. He was just involved. He was just too involved sure. with him, his own shit. He wasn't thinking to so, smell her. Yeah, okay. She finally is ready to let Edward go, she says. Mm-hmm. But he admits to her he lied uh, to protect her all along. And she says she believed that he didn't want her because she's a worthless mortal and then they kiss because that's super romantic then they're, right then they're all confronted <laughs> by ro's men um and then we get little dakota fanning well like she's not little anymore. yes that um, she might be one of my favorite vampires too oh she's her badass. power and everything yeah she's i don't remember yeah. the next movies but she better be in she is in oh, the rest of them right yeah she is as and one of the main all the way to the end yeah one of the main villains 
and she takes them down to Aro, who is super creepy. And we learn that he's unable to see all of her thought. Who is the guy that's playing Aro? He's one of the Sheens. He looks. I wish they would have cast Simon Pegg. Who's that? The zombie movie, Michael Sheen. Yeah, Simon Pegg was in. Uh, God, what was that zombie comedy movie? I don't know. I didn't watch any zombie movies. Hot Listen, Fuzz, Sha- Shaun Shaun of the Shaun of the Dead. Gotcha. Okay, I'll just check that guy out. I love this guy though. I thought he was so. He like, killed it. Yeah. Oh, once we finally get here, it's like finally a vampire movie. Like this the is story, Nosferatu. Yes, exactly. This is Dracula. Like something is. There's such a mystical element here, and it's so provoking. I love it. Yes. And these guys were great and there's like they're like the three head councilmen council vamps yeah and they've definitely turned like petrified so and then dakota fanning she hurts edward you know trying to hurt bella too she just wants to see if her powers can work on them yeah. bella is what she her power is like to torture people from afar which is i would love to have that power well, i see i don't know because her she says pain and then edward starts feeling pain so I wonder if she can control all feelings. Like if she could say pleasure or if she could do Yeah, maybe anything. she's just never that would be even, an extremely badass. She doesn't want to do other emotions, like kind of like yeah. Jasper. Like he can do any one yeah, he can like set yeah, yeah, any he, mood. He can manipulate okay. moods. Yeah, and not just one. That would make sense. Yeah, for sure. Bella is remarkable in her uniquely she's immune, she's she's unique. immune to all vampire powers apparently. except that they can all like super smell her and want to kill her immediately so that doesn't make any fucking sense yeah they could just tell <laughs> basically teleport across the room and just like kill her yeah so they decide that she needs to die because she knows too much and the cullens try to protect her but you know they're no match for these older vampires and Bella tries to offer her life instead of Edwards. And that's like super intriguing for this Aro guy, Aro. Stop naming your kids Bella after this. Name them Aro. <laughs> yeah, A-R-O. <laughs> yeah. How extraordinary. You would give up your life for someone like us. A vampire. A soulless monster. <laughs> You don't know a thing about his soul. Jose, Neil Vostro, Bruno Poaltro. This is a sadness. If only it were your intention to give her immortality. I've seen it. Edward sure is doing a lot of heavy breathing for someone who doesn't have to breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Do they say that, that he doesn't have to breathe? Yeah. In the first one, right? Yeah. I think so. Maybe I'm making that up. Or that that could be true. (laughs) I think that might be true blood. Yeah, it could be. True blood vampires. Yeah, I'm going to have to double check that one, that fact. (laughs) I I really enjoyed that... um action scene 
yeah when yeah you get to see when you finally get to see uh actual action any sort of action it's very cool they don't like turn it into like a senseless action scene to where you're just mm-hmm. kind of out of the movie all the characters are so emotionally involved it kind of keeps you with it i think it was done really well and her gifts will definitely make for an intriguing immortal um but she's still dull somehow yeah she should you be can't... the coolest character in this whole thing you can't teach stupid but it's crazy like she has all she has an invincibility power she has super crazy yeah scent but again like then that would just mean it would be a regular fight like if she was a vampire it would just come down to like physical strength and she has none of that yeah even with her vampire powers unless she trained nobody is training you have all your life robert pattinson edward train yeah like the wolves do yeah that's all they do because <laughs> i guess they it's like their duty the but tw- then here at the beginning of this episode i said if i was a vampire i'd probably just end up being like a high guy <laughs> i wouldn't do any of that right yeah well, the tourists are led to slaughter as the cullens leave with bella bella has nightmares not about you know the innocent children being murdered she's having nope. nightmares that she's gonna wake up and edward's not gonna be there he like assures her while he's watching her sleep that she'll never wake up again with him not staring at her so that's creepy yeah it's a whole nother nightmare situation yeah charlie comes in and says that she's grounded for life and he's pretty pissed edward is gonna have to work really hard to get his forgiveness from here on out and bella she still wants to get changed Edward doesn't want to change her. He's like, we can hide this from the Volteri for at least a few years. So I don't see the problem. And Bella like pleads with him. And then she goes to the rest of the family to have them take a vote on it. And everyone says yes, except for Rosalie. And she says that she would never have chosen this life for herself. So she's not comfortable inflicting that on someone, which I thought was like really fucking interesting for her character. That's like the one that's like a big vampire thing is like if you are if you become like that's part of the romantic depression or van whatever like the dracula situation is like you 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 are soulless you're immortal if you don't want to be that like you can't die if you want to die that sucks like you don't have a normal life and this is the only time they mention it in this movie is when she's like i didn't choose this life i don't want to be like this i wouldn't put this on anybody it's a they go, curse. They do go into it a lot in the book. Really? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to, right? <gasps> it just thundered. And I just wanted to tell you guys that when I was watching this movie to take notes for it, it was like, because um, it's the middle of summer in Florida. And like, all of a sudden, it became gloomy and cloudy outside and it rained all day. Like, I was so happy. I'm like, this is so perfect. <laughs> That's Yay. perfect weather. It was awesome. I'm so happy. <laughs> Final scene is my favorite scene in any movie. Okay. She and Edward drive <laughs> and discuss her turning, but are stopped by a naked Jacob in the middle of the street. I mean, he's half naked, whatever. Yeah, he's and, got his j- j- jorts on. Yeah, he's awesome. Edward thanks Jacob, and Jacob uh, sets him straight. And this is the first time that we get to see these two actually have a conversation. Yeah, and there's lots more where that comes from in the next couple movies. Mm-hmm. Thank you for keeping Bella alive when I didn't. No, you didn't. It wasn't for your benefit, trust me. 
I'm still grateful. But I'm here now. I'm not gonna leave her side until she orders me away. We'll see. Hey, my turn to talk. I'm here to remind you about a key point in the treaty. I haven't forgotten. What key point? If any of them bites a human, the truce is over. But if I choose it, it has nothing to do with you. No. No, I won't let you. You're not gonna be one of them, Bella. It's not up to you. You know what we'll do to you. I won't have a choice. Bella, please come. Like she's a dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's not like Jacob is going to hold her to account of like to the full extent of the law, you know? Yeah, and I mean you have to keep in mind too that he is a werewolf, so it's like a canine, like that unconditional love, which he I think this actor did a great job, whatever what's his name? That played Jacob did an amazing job this whole time. He plays like a good somebody that would be like a dog, like loyal to her. Like loyal to a fault. Very, very protective. And like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. He really does. There's more reasons for that later. Like as it goes on. Yeah. We find out more why, but I'm sure everybody knows. It's because he is like protective over her future child already. That ovaries haven't even even been fucking developed yet. So somehow. Because yeah. everybody's 10. You know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But yeah, she tells him that she loves him, but like, don't make me choose between Edward and you because it's going to be Edward and it always has been Edward. Edward and Jake, they try to fight, but like Bella stops them with the worst dialogue ever. <laughs> She's like, you can't hurt each other without hurting me. Without hurting me. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the right thing to say because neither of them want to hurt her so bad. Sure. But yeah. That's, that literally has never worked out in any fight. <laughs> hey, guys, stop. Jacob just runs off into the woods, heartbroken. And in do- he's in dog form right now. This is what I liked about this scene is they get in a fight. Uh, Edward pushes him back and he transforms midair. And every time he transforms, his jorts explode. <laughs> they explode off of his body. And so now he's like, if he were to transform back and walk out in human form, he'd just be butt naked. So now he's like, got to slink slink away as a dog. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's wild. For real. Because you can't be like sad and naked and angry at the same time in the middle of the woods in that situation. (laughs) Like that would... (laughs) Oh, man. I feel so bad for Jacob. I'm going to play the ending, and then I just want to go over some trivia. Can't do this alone. And please just wait. Just give me five years. That's too long. <sighs> and three. So stubborn. What are you waiting for? (laughs) I have one condition. If you want me to do it myself. 
What's the condition? And then forever. That's what I'm asking. Marry me, Bella. Okay, perfect. So the first bit of trivia I have is that each member of the Wolfpack had to have papers actually proving their native descent. So that's pretty cool. Like a chief from the um, Quileute tribe actually did bring a drum as a set piece for them to use you know, and so like as a blessing. And so that was kind of cool, I thought. Yeah, and it's better. It's better than like hiring tan white people to play the role, which a lot of movies do stuff like that. Yeah, like none of them were actually Quileute, but like um, some of them are Sioux. They're all Native American or indigenous people, right? Yeah, but totally different tribes though. So yeah, <laughs> well, when Michael Sheen was cast as Aro, he had no clue of who the character is, nor what are his characteristics. He learned as much as he could, including the character's backstory from his daughter, Lily Mo Sheen, who is a <laughs> fan of the series. Lily Mo. Wow. Okay. Um... Lily Mo Sheen. Oh, and that ending is my... Because in the first episode, we were just making fun of how she's just breathing, panting through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And then she she definitely probably got direction in this one to not do that. <laughs> And then the final scene, I was like, okay, I was like, okay, I'm proud of you. Proud of you for not uh, just panting through this whole movie. And then the final scene is her <gasps> panting and then credits roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just like a inhale. Yeah, I thought that was, I, it was pretty good. The ending's pretty okay, I guess. And I mean, it's marry fine. me. Wait three years and then marry me. <laughs> The Italian sequences were shot over a period of four days. Um, Red. Sorry, was... I'm Go going on a tangent now. Mm-hmm. She never lost her breath when she found out vampires are real. She didn't lose her <laughs> breath when she found out werewolves are real. She didn't lose her breath when people were dying around her, when, pe- when people were trying to like molest her. But then he goes, marry me. <gasps> <laughs> it's unthinkable all she's ever wanted there has to be some some kind of through line with like virginity yeah and, and, and this the is marrying. some mormon bs it is it's it's gross and then the italian yeah so the italian sequences they were shot over a period of four days red was deliberately kept out of the color palette until the italian sequence which i did i loved the colors in this oh, movie cool. i liked all of the yellow through it i just thought it was yeah. really nice okay the film's American premiere was held on November 16, 2009 in the lunar cycle in a new moon. Wow. Okay. Oh. Sorry. I'm I'm in like the dog the dog bottom of IMDb trivia, so. <laughs> That's kind of cool though. Like did they do it on purpose, you think? I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. Bella's I mean, eyes, an... she couldn't wear contacts like she did with the first movie, so they had to CGI all that in. Why why couldn't she wear contacts like the It was like the fog, I guess, was irritating uh, her eyes. I can't was... I mean I've never had contacts, so I get it. 
right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. In the school parking lot scene, it is Bella's 18th birthday. Oh yeah, we know that. But here's something cool about the parking lot scene of the school though. That school was just literally what they did was like they just green screened the outside of this building and then they took photos of the school from the shots of the last movie and just like copy oh, yeah because they're not at them. high school at all it was really cool <laughs> like you can do that <laughs> they're not in high school yeah. at all in this one one there's one scene outside of it and then when one she's scene taking inside. the pictures and stuff yeah the oh yeah in there and then watching romeo and juliet yeah i guess at the beginning they're in it but that could be anywhere so there's this video of jacob what's his name taylor lautner going up like the side of her house bouncing off of that tree and back and forth like in the uh dvd special it's really fucking cool like i'm telling you that was one of my favorite scenes too when he just was like hey take a step back and then he just swings into the window so like in the making of they do actually show him doing that stunt so that's super fun oh and you said he did all of his own stunts yeah yeah that's dope that's cool yeah, that was a cool one. And then when he jumps out, I know he obviously didn't jump out of a two-story window. There was like a harness or whatever, but that that was pretty cool. He he definitely did jump and he like had a, yeah. a pulley on and he just went back and forth all the way down. He's wild. It broke the record for the biggest one-day gross in the US with 72.7 million. Um before that it was The Dark Knight. <laughs> wow. The Dark Knight and this one is uh new moon oh wait no the next one's eclipse i was gonna make a no i'm saying like the next reference yeah 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 (laughs) we must i was just saying as a society we must have been just real pumped about like the dark knight i know it's not in ight but uh eclipse is the next movie delete this part (laughs) (laughs) because on an eclipse it's a dark night or a dark day, I guess. This is so weird. These stupid people just write the dumbest shit in IMDb. The color tone <laughs> of the movie is very different to the first film. Twilight yeah, focuses different person. on Bella's relationship with Edward. It's like, no, there's no reason. Shut up. Like, don't think about it. Um, oh, yeah. Vampire's diet is revealed by the color of their eyes. Well, we got that in the first movie. And... Yeah, many theaters sold out. Yeah, that's the thing about Twilight that people forget is that like it was, maybe they don't forget, but it was a huge phenomenon. Like huge. I guess the only thing I can compare it to when I was a kid is Titanic, right? Mm, I mean, Harry Potter. Yeah, but like. After Harry Potter, everything, like like every Harry Potter, and there's probably something before this, but Harry Potter was like the. But that's not romance. You're not bringing Preteen book yeah 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 this was like getting kids horny which was weird (laughs) and bringing in the moms too so you're getting both crowds and and the christians and the sinners i mean it's a good i mean lucy hale auditioned for the role of jane oh shit see there's a little pretty little liars connection right there so yeah so far like what would you rate this movie out of all of these movies, how do we do the rating last? I don't know. <laughs> so out, of, out of all of the Twilight movies, this is still my least favorite. Right. And I, this is the second time watching it. And I think I just am being extremely biased at, towards vampires. And there was zero, like, the only time we see a vampire for the first hour is uh, Leron, Leron getting murdered. Yeah. 
you know this and i movie. was like well the dogs were cool though like the graphics on the werewolves was cool but i'm not buying i'm not buying that of one vampire couldn't take out at least all uh, a couple werewolves again just climb up a tree they should those taken, dogs could not climb up a tree they could have taken more liberties with the writing i feel like and it could have been better it's so slow it doesn't start for so long that but there's some really yes. good bits in there it could be um, 30 minutes shorter easily yeah I mean, I but in, was, sorry i'm gonna go back to this scene even when they're chasing down loran he he backhands one of the wolves like across the field and i'm like okay so he just knocked one like 20 feet away with just the ba- basic backhand. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Yeah, Why does he like climb into wolves. the trees? Yeah, climb into the trees. They can get up those trees. They're like this dogs can get those up trees. trees. Yes, they can. What? No. In the first in the first movie, he takes her all the way to the top of like a mountain height tree. That's just go all true. the way up. Yeah, that's true. Like the way up. I was thinking that too when they were driving to Italy. I'm like, is there not a faster way? Like, can't you just put her on your back and like zoom there? Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just weird. It's like, why are you driving? They're not utilizing the powers. Uh, she focused more, and I get this is the point, focused more on like the romance. And this isn't an action vampire movie. Well, <laughs> so I'd give this one two out of five stars. Okay. I mean, May, and that's being generous. The ending still... is what brought me back yeah the ending's good i mean i do like all the stuff in the middle it's just a little i don't know we'll see we'll see i liked it we'll see compared to the next one what is the next one um eclipse eclipse and i i feel like this one was just kind of a setup for like the world is a little more open now there's werewolves it's not just alluding to werewolves there's werewolves there's vampires there's a council She's still getting chased by Alice? No. What's her name? The redhead? By Victoria, but I think Victoria. that Victoria is going to be played by a completely different actress. Was in she the next not movie? in this one? Shit, was she? I don't remember. I don't think so. No. That's definitely not the original Victoria right there. <laughs> is that that's the first movie? Yeah, no, that's the second one. I don't know why. It, so Rochelle Lefebvre and Bryce Dallas. Okay, so this is 2008. So this is the first movie is... Oh, the names are over here, duh. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was trying to look for Lefebvre. <laughs> what? They don't even have Victoria listed? See full cast. That's fucked up. She's, she's she's like the main antagonist. Yeah, what? Even though she's not really in this movie too. That was another reason. It was like the second one built up that she was going to yeah murder and then also she is alone all the time bella is alone all the time how did she not yeah it's rochelle so yeah what's crazy is that like not only does the second movie forget that she exists at the opening of the this movie but like it, it completely abandons her character and every other character forget she exists because they're not even worried when they leave town about her coming to get Bella. It's so fucking bizarre. It makes no sense. It's not, because it's the same, literally the same movie as the first one. I know. Well, they try to explain it by being like, oh, uh, what's her name? Alice couldn't see past, like, the werewolves, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have been, and I get they were stretching it, but it would have been a lot more intriguing if there was this Edward Jacob thing going on at the same time. 
instead of just sending Edward away and then her focusing on the romance with Jacob, it was like it could have been more tug of war type situation. Did you ever watch Melancholia? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I don't like it. Clips. I think it's the third movie that we get a different actress. And I don't understand why. I'm going to have to figure out why because I just love her so much. That sucks. She's not even in the top 10 cat. I know. Like, yep, it's a different. Ew, why? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I mean, maybe she asked maybe she asked for more money. Why is everybody leaving Twilight? Please. Like the directors are different. Yeah, Something's going on. Like they must uh, there's something sketchy going Toxic on. Toxic work environment. Scheduling scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. That's not a thing, dude. You, you no, know? not when you're the highest grossing movie of the time. You don't this is what takes priority over the other thing that you're scheduling. <laughs> Oh my god. Toxic that's... work environment is definitely it. It has to be it. Man, that sucks. That sucks. I'm gonna like do some digging on NT Lawyer and see if I can find the real story of why yeah. she left. <laughs> that's wild. Um, he's got some great stuff on Kirsten Stewart and Robert Pattinson too. So Yikes. All right, what do you rate yeah. it? <laughs> I like it only I'll say like a three. We'll see. I'm three, curious yeah. to watch the rest of the movies, like three out of five. I'm, I'm curious to see the other ones because I haven't seen the other ones in so long. I've definitely seen the first two the most. So yeah, I'm excited to do the next one. Oh, the last three are the best in my okay. opinion. And I just remember the books really well. I'm trying to go through the books as we go through the movies, but it's hard because I started slacking with New Moon because it was too depressing. You can find me on Instagram at Cassandra Explains It All, Twitter, Cass Explains. I just cover nostalgia, you know, 90s, early 2000s, some 80s nostalgia, TV shows, movies, etc. And I have a guest on. Yeah, I have a guest on every week and it's fun. And I do some crossover episodes with Ryan's podcast, um, which is... Oh, yeah. Men on film. Men? I always wanted to call it... uh, it's called Men on Film, and I always wanted to call it Three Men, Three Men in a Movie. Yeah, that would have been good. But I feel uh, like there's a couple iterations of that already out there. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Um, I thought of a good three, one. The other three day. Men and a Little Lady. Wait, that's the actual title of the <laughs> sequel. So Men on Film, check that out. Men on Film Pod on Instagram. Yeah, I love and Men Twitter on Film, and, stuff. and we'll link in the show notes. Yeah yeah to our episodes and then you guys can join us next week for the next installment because i figure that we'll do it weekly whenever we do release all of them yes i believe we should cool um oh was i gonna ask you i just had it it wasn't true blood um but fuck it i'm i'm about done with the White. first season oh first with season. the first season yeah, okay. yeah. Like, whoa bro with the first season yeah i'm gonna have to start reading the third book i kind of want to read the true blood books oh they were books yeah okay yeah and it's so much better than twilight it's so much better it's so much more involved which i guess you can do with a tv show but yeah uh, like where are you at have you started have they started taking the last TV? so the big yeah oh yeah so the big what's her name just died his girlfriend the dummies girlfriend that came into town and they kidnapped the whoever that actor is my stapler from office space stapler guy oh so they yeah. killed him but the, the big shit. that's that guy the, the big twist which is funny because i just watched um barry the tv show barry with my dad 
Okay. It's uh, Bill Hader's HBO show. It's pretty good. And he's in it in every episode. Damn. But um, no, so the last episode last night, and it was like three in the morning. I don't even know why. I've just been popping melatonin and then forgetting what I'm watching. But the final scene was you find out, you find out it's uh, who's been killing all these people, like the wanted poster, whatever you get is, um, I don't know what he is, that New Orleans guy, the one that's getting married to the redhead. He has the thickest accent. It was a big twist. God, I can't even remember his name. Oh, um, yeah, Jessica. He's and... the cool guy. Not Wyatt. That's a good name too, though. No, but he's like, got, he's the one with the the thickest like french louisiana french accent oh okay you know who i'm talking about yeah so what's happening with his character the bef- right before the credits rolled you see the uh his wanted poster or whatever because they okay. go to get his picture from the cops and they fax mm-hmm. it over and so they are arresting her dummy brother because mm-hmm. he doesn't even know he was all tripping on v so he thinks he killed her yeah, Jason, he's so dumb. Yeah, Jay, he's so stupid. He's awesome. He, he's awesome. Like, Every character is awesome, except who Who did I say last night that I can't? Oh, Sam. Yeah, he's the worst. Sam, he's just, but again, he's playing just a dummy dog. <laughs> he gets a lot more backstory and like cool side shit that happens to him later on, though, luckily. Okay. I just am not invested. He's just kind of a little punk. This show gets fucking wild. Like, it's wild. Even more so. Yeah. Like, there's going to be witches, you know? Hell yeah. All kinds. They're going to raise the dead. It's going to be a whole thing. There's like, and then yeah, they I go figured. into like the pseudo vampire government Volteri shit. And you get to see a lot of that. And that's really oh, fucking cool. He, Bill just changed that girl. He like had to change that redheaded girl. Okay. Who is in? Yeah, Jessica. The Daredevil Netflix Daredevil series. Oh, really? And I've never seen her in anything else. Cool. Well, we got another one in the bag. Let's do it. I'm oh, just going to skip. Me double, let me double check. I'm going to skip the rest of New Moon and I'm just going to read the next book. <laughs> I would do. I would definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. Next Wednesday will be the 30th. What do we got? Three more movies? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So then, cool. Next Wednesday sweet hell yeah sounds good all right all right all right bye all you little twilight babies Huh?